Have you ever wondered what it is about reaching for our dreams that feels so hard and requires so much of our own healing? Are you curious about how moving towards your own creativity might heal what's making you feel stuck? Well, that is why we made this show. I'll be having conversations with emotional health experts as well as artists, musicians, and creatives, all with the intention of resourcing and inspiring you to uncover your true creative self. I'm Courtney Lancaster, and this is the Heal Create Podcast. This is a solo episode, which I haven't done before, but I thought that it would be a really great time to kind of give you a peek behind the curtain of what I'm trying to do with this podcast and also explain to you the nervous system. You've probably heard if you followed along with the podcast or follow me on Instagram, just how often I talk about the nervous system and just how important I think that it is. I think that this should be, I don't know elementary school, junior high curriculum, we should all understand our own nervous systems because we each have one and it affects the way that we see and experience absolutely everything. When I learned about the nervous system in my own healing journey, it was pivotal and changed everything. So this is what I want to do. Bear with me. We're going to get a little bit sciency. If you would like to, you can follow along with me by going to Google and just Googling the autonomic ladder. Your autonomic nervous system is what we're talking about. And the autonomic ladder is a visual of how the nervous system works. You'll probably see the very first image that pops up for me on Google when I search that is it's a ladder with three people, three little people on it. And you'll notice three sections of the ladder. So before we get into that, I just want to explain to you that we live in these bodies whose number one goal is to keep us safe. That is the number one goal of our body. And because that's the number one goal of our body, it's going to do whatever it can to keep us safe. How does it know what is safe and what is dangerous? Well, that has to do with everything that you've been through in your life. We all have a part of our brain and the back of our brain stem is constantly scanning safety or danger. Safe or dangerous, safe or dangerous. It's constantly scanning your environment. It knows what's safe or dangerous based on what you've been through. So for example, if you were bullied as a kid and you walk into a uh, social situation as an adult, if that bullying experience as a kid was never resolved, meaning you never got to talk about it, you never felt your emotions, you just kind of froze up and stored those emotions away, then your body doesn't actually know that that bullying is over and it might mistake this the office party that you're attending as another uh, potential for you to get bullied. So it might send you into um, anxiety. It might have you freeze up, kind of numb out. That would be a self-protective response based on unresolved trauma. There are millions and millions of ways that this can express. If you've experienced anything painful that wasn't resolved, your body will store it and will use that evidence that it has to inform what it thinks is safe or dangerous for you specifically. How safe or dangerous your brain thinks that you are, your brain and your body think that you are in any given moment, will cause your nervous system to put your body into one of three states. And your nervous system is a set of nerves that go through your body, connecting to every single system 
in in your body or your cognition, your digestive system, your immune system. Every every single part of your body is is touched and affected by by your nervous system. And your nervous system will tell your body how to respond to the present situation based on how safe you feel. And depending on how safe or dangerous you feel, it will put you into one of three states. So this is where you can look at that uh, graphic that you Googled if you did. You'll see that ladder and you'll see that the top section of the ladder says ventral vagal activation. Your ventral vagal state is your state of safety. You and your on your good days, on your best days, it's the place where you get inspired. It is the place where you feel calm, curious, creative, compassionate, caring. Those are kind of the, I think it's the six C's if you look at internal family systems, if you're interested in that therapeutic modality. But basically, it's when you can connect to people. It's when you can create new things. It's when you can dream about the future. It's when you feel grounded and good in your body. The first place that your body goes when it senses any kind of threat is it will pull you down your ladder into your sympathetic state. Obviously, there's no ladder inside of your body. This is just a visual that it's using. And when it pulls you into your sympathetic state, the very first thing that will happen is you'll feel nervous or irritated. And then if you're really, really extreme in your sympathetic state, then you will go to panicked or enraged. This is when your thoughts are going to be really, really fast, really rapid, constantly trying to solve a problem. They're going to be, um, maybe you're having an argument in your head with somebody. They're just going to be going really, really, really fast. And this is fight or flight. This is anxiety. This is where anxiety lives. If you, if your body senses a, a great threat, maybe you don't even know why. Maybe it's, you know, it has, you can't see anything in your actual you know, situation that's safe, but something, maybe something about the way someone looked at you, or maybe you are um, in a real triggered place where your your body is reliving something from the past that was terrifying, or maybe a lion really is chasing you and you really are in a state of real, real danger. Most of the time you're not, but it, maybe you are. Then the last place your body will go is called your dorsal vagal state. Your dorsal vagal state as your state of immobility or shutdown, meaning your body basically says, I, I'm sensing a threat that feels too big for me to fight or flee from. So I'm just going to shut this body down so that I will be too numb to feel it if the lion actually does start to eat me. There's um, so much more that goes into this study. If you're interested, Sarah Baldwin at Sarah B coaching on Instagram is the one who taught me everything that I know about the nervous system. Deb Dana also has an excellent book called Anchored. Stephen Porges. Um, you can look up polyvagal theory. There's so much amazing information. But the reason why it changed everything for me was because one of the most important things to learn about the nervous system is that your state creates your story. Your state creates your story. What that means is that depending on how safe or dangerous you feel, your narrative is going to match that. If you don't know that that's happening, you're going to feel all kinds of different ways about all kinds of different things. And the thing that you felt really excited about when you were in your ventral state might actually feel really overwhelming and terrifying when you're in your sympathetic state or your dorsal state. 
If your body is in active self-protection, meaning you're experiencing anxiety, depression, um, agitation, numbness, apathy, those are all self-protective states. Those are all your body saying, oh, it's not safe to feel happy and engaged and inspired right now. So if it's not safe to feel that, it's way too vulnerable to, to create or connect to other people. So we're just going to should kind of keep this body in this state of self-protection. And if you're there, then your story might sound like, I don't know what I even want. I don't know my purpose. I don't even know if I actually want to be in this relationship or this um, career or I don't like my life or like you'll be fighting with your boss in your head. All these narratives and stories that just feel heavy and stressful and negative and go on and on and on. Well, though, when you're in a self-protective state, that's, that's not the true you. The true version of you is when you feel deeply safe and grounded and engaged with your life and engaged with the people in your life. If you know that your state creates your story, then you're not going to so easily believe the stories that come up about maybe your worthlessness or maybe um, overthinking, overanalyzing the thing that you want to create or the thing that um, you are excited about or your relationships or your friendships. You're not going to be overanalyzing all of that when you feel deeply safe. So the work for so many of us is to begin to recognize our narratives and pay attention to our narratives and maybe not believe the content of our narratives as much as the emotion underneath is, uh, you know, the, the feelings that the heaviness that it brings and ask ourselves, is this a true story that I actually want to believe? Or is this showing me that my nervous system, my body feels unsafe because it's remembering something that might need my attention that, that I might need to resolve. My work with this podcast and with my job and with the things that I do with coaching and even creating is all grounded in this work in the nervous system. Um, what I began to realize as I moved towards music and art and creativity was that I would be really excited when I felt like I was, maybe it was like I was at my house, everyone was in bed, I felt like the world was calm, I had some time to myself, and then I would begin to dream about the things that I wanted to do. And then maybe later on when I would go to move towards them, I would feel frozen, I'd feel stuck, I would second guess myself, I would doubt, I would go to a co-writing session and totally freeze and have nothing to offer. And it was because my body that had been through a lot and was recovering uh, needed a lot of safety in order to move forward. But I didn't know what was happening. I just thought, oh, maybe I'm not supposed to be it a musician. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe music is not what I'm supposed to be doing. I would just go round and round in circles until I started to realize in my own trauma work that my unresolved trauma was really trying to keep me safe, especially for creatives. Creatives are the ones that are building things to be seen. I mean, so many of us are creatives, whether you're, you know, an entrepreneur, or a business person, or a artist or poet or musician, we're creating these things to be seen. Being seen is the most vulnerable posture you can be in. You have to feel deeply safe in order to be seen. So if your body doesn't know that it's safe to be seen, because maybe your body still remembers being rejected or neglected or abused as a kid, then it's not so easily going to let you create. My inspiration for this podcast is to help you return to your state of safety, to inspire you, which kind of reminds your nervous system through other people's stories, what you might be dreaming about doing, what you might be here to do. Um, and then also 
empower you to understand how to work with your nervous system to feel safer and safer. So that's what I want to do with this podcast. If you've been listening so far, you've heard stories from actors and singers and therapists and life coaches, all hopefully just building this vehicle to, to move forward in your own creative journey. I've been so excited to share all of this information with everyone because it felt so freeing to me to understand that there was a path forward and the path forward could only be found in helping my heart and my body feel safe enough to move towards my dreams. I didn't have to wait to be chosen by, you know, somebody that was bigger than me or or more famous or more popular. I didn't have to wait until I knew exactly what I wanted to do with my music and I had everything in place. I only had to feel safe enough for the step that I was on and then continue to increase my capacity to move forward in safety. So that's what the nervous system has to do with your creative journey. It's essential. It's incredibly important. And if you think that this has nothing to do with what you're interested in, maybe you're here because you're like, I'm just trying to figure out how to be an artist. I don't really care about the emotional health stuff. Or maybe you're, you know, just an emotional health information junkie like I have been, and you're trying to soak up all of the interviews and conversations around how to heal. I want to say that creativity is actually the natural state of a human that feels safe. You don't have to call yourself a creative. You don't have to call yourself an artist. It's what naturally organically happens when you feel safe. You are a creative. Creativity is for everyone. And that's why it's so important to understand how your nervous system works so that you can move forward in the truest, authentic expression of who you are. That's all that I have for you today. I'm so glad that you've joined me so far. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at Courtney Lan or head to my website at CourtneyLancaster.co. I hope that you are inspired to take a deep dive into the nervous system and I will see you next week.